Hello, welcome to The Phonetic. My name is Jake Fisher. You've probably read some of my work at Sports Illustrated, The Boston Globe, and Espionation, among several others. We're going to be trying something new this season, a little experiment to reproduce all of my written work in podcast form and tell those stories phonetically through sound. The first opportunity here is going to be retelling my Las Vegas Summer League story from this past July of how the number one overall pick in the 2016 NBA draft, Ben Simmons, has been working with a mental skills coach and how that collaboration will hopefully help him overcome his weaknesses shooting from the perimeter. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy. A purple and gold wave rolled throughout the lower level of the Thomas and Max Center on Saturday night, July 9th. It even spilled into the upper deck. Hundreds of Lakers fans made the short trek from Los Angeles to UNLV's campus to cheer on Brandon Ingram's marquee clash with Ben Simmons and the Philadelphia 76ers. The chorus crescendoed as D'Angelo Russell's 27-foot buzzer-beating bomb splashed through the net to give LA a 70-69 victory. Amidst the mayhem, Simmons posted 8 points, 10 rebounds, and 8 assists in his Las Vegas Summer League debut. He slung no-look bounce passes through tiny holes in the defense, sometimes even surprising backdoor cutters with crisp basketballs to their hands. Sixers assistant coach Lloyd Pierce, doubling as the team's Vegas head coach, raved about Simmons postgame. I don't think he was rattled one bit. I think he just wanted to get it right from the start. The transition from the college game to the NBA is often more mental than physical. League executives, coaches, and players all speak about the need for prospects to tiptoe the line between asserting aggressiveness and finding a poise within that accelerated pace. As the Lakers fans' wave surged behind their team's comeback, Simmons fought off being victimized by the undertow. We call it the, the eye of the hurricane, that there's going to be a storm around you, and there's nothing you can do about it. You can get real peaceful and real calm in the middle of it. That's Graham Betchart. The National Basketball Players Association hired Betchart, a mental skills coach, in 2011, and he began lecturing at the union's Top 100 camp shortly after. He met Simmons at the event in 2014, and a relationship quickly spawned. I present mental training to a lot of kids there, and I just kind of see who gravitates towards it. Betchart is 38 years old. He walked on at UC Santa Cruz as a perimeter defensive specialist and began working with basketball youth coaching a local 8th grade team in between his games and practices. He later earned a master's degree in sports psychology at John F. Kennedy University, embarking on a journey guiding basketball's elite when he met 11-year-old Bay Area native Aaron Gordon. Betchart and Gordon fostered a connection. When Gordon arrived on the national radar as a 15-year-old, Betchart's reputation preceded him. We just kind of came up together, and as Aaron made his way to the NBA, um, you know, I, I got to do some work with Andrew Wiggins and, and Zach Levine, and I didn't meet them when they were young. This was mostly just pre-draft stuff. I had them for about five or six weeks, but I, I'd had some credibility because of Aaron. The crux of the program is bolstering a player's morale to what Betchart deems supreme confidence, the highest status on his three-level scale. After a game, the average person asks a basketball player, did you win, and how many points did you score? So what I ask is, how was your focus? How often were you present? 
How fast was your next play speed? What level of confidence were you acting in? I found that great results happened from there. After their 2014 initiation at the Top 100 camp, Simmons and Betchart stayed in contact throughout his freshman season at LSU. Betchart flew down to Baton Rouge twice, strengthening their bond. There was a lot of noise around him choosing to go there, and a lot of people had huge opinions. Um, when I would go out there, I, w- I would just help him relax and help him focus on what he could control. They communicated most frequently by phone. Simmons would often call Betchart from LSU's training table prior to games, engaging in a five-minute routine comprised of meditation, visualization, and positive affirmation. The meditation exercises focused on breathing. Next, Betchart would guide Simmons to envisioning his success later that evening. Lots of players in Kentucky will have them visualize, you know, the arena in Kentucky and see themselves playing well there, get themselves in, you know, in their right mind frame. And then we finish it up with a couple affirmations. Um, I am an unstoppable force, and I move on to the next play with ease. Right? Uh-huh. Something like that. And I'd have him say that three or four times. Then we wrap it up, go back to your breath, hang the phone up, and, and you're, you're locked in. While Simmons whips crossovers past defenders, bounds towards the rim, and spots assists out of the corners of his eyes, the absolute absence of his jump shot remains the missing piece between him and ultimate NBA stardom and a rare unguardability. Only 45 of Simmons' 389 field goal attempts at LSU were jump shots, according to Synergy Sports, of which he made just 14 or 31.1%. One team executive told me in Vegas, he's going to have to earn respect for his jumper sooner rather than later, which makes his intimate collaboration with Betchart especially fascinating. Basketball personnel have long reached a consensus that jump shooting is the one skill most reliant on confidence. Throughout Summer League, opponents consistently forfeited Simmons around 10 feet of room as he yo-yoed around the three-point arc. They dared him to hoist an outside shot. It's a strategy similar to those the Golden State Warriors and San Antonio Spurs have employed against LeBron James in the last three finals. Simmons hardly even attempted to make the defense pay, sparking a question during his post-Lakers game scrum. Do you think you need to shoot more? Yeah, I need to be more assertive and just take what they give me. Betchar agrees. To remedy Simmons' allergy to outside shooting, he has to simply shoot. The way you learn to walk is you fall down. Part of the deal of being a great shooter is you have to fail great. That's, that's part of the deal. And so that's, that's what we work on, and I think... One of the great ways Philly fans can can support Ben and his progress is, you know, if you see a game where he goes two for 15 and two for 17, and this is just my opinion, that is a sign of greatness. That that is a sign, yeah, that you're willing to be vulnerable, that you're willing to be uncomfortable, that you're willing to go into those spaces to master your craft. Aaron Gordon struggled mightily at the foul line during his lone season at Arizona, converting just 35.6% of his free throw attempts as a freshman. Gordon confided in Betchart. It was extremely humiliating when your home fans are kind of laughing at you sarcastically when you make a free throw. Yet during his rookie season with the Orlando Magic, Gordon sunk 72.1% of his foul shots. And now when he goes to the free throw line, nobody's laughing. You know, it's, but that was 900 days of work to slowly get himself there. Simmons already embodies Betchart's teachings when he steps onto the court. 
he oozed confidence that July night against the Lakers. When I was working with him uh, at Alex Jobs, so just, you know, when I go into games like this, I, I don't really get nervous. Simmons must now allow that mindset to permeate his shooting motion as well, says Betchart. You have to miss shots to make shots. You know, mm-hmm. if you refuse to miss, you'll never make. So, you know, I, I see him as a willing participant and, uh, you know, he's just so eager to work on it, man. It's awesome. It's awesome to work with him. Simmons has the tool to eliminate his mental block, just as Gordon seemingly has. Betchart might be the aid to truly unlocking the 76ers franchise player they've long been searching for. Quitting reminiscing about the old days. 